I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. We always put our best friend. Okay. But what we do is, or what the boys do is, like we constantly try to gauge kung ano kalaban somehow. Uh, but I think yeah. that some part of the truth, but the other part would lie. Because we don't really prepare for the battle. Oh, kasi sorry sorry ni nasa na yun naman sa ano sa mga venue but yeah thank you for logging in and sharing a part of the evening for everyone who is out there and watching you may post a question on uh, the comments and if it's a good enough question we'll discuss it if not then tignan natin let's see if there's time for it but yeah um I encourage people to join in on the discussion and uh, let us know if Taugdan, if you have any questions for me or Ducky or anyone or anything. Hopefully, we can answer whatever question you, you put up. And also, if you're wondering what this thing below here is, I'm just going to tell you, if you have your own podcast and you want to monetize it like I do, please go to podmetrics.co and use the code Bago Matulog right away. Right after you sign up, you can instantly have access to affiliate links from Lazada, Shopee, and you can get commissions. You can get um, you can get uh, your own link, affiliate links, and monetize yourself. Just go to podmetrics.co, use the code Bago Matulog, and yun na, mamumuntay sila yung podcast nyo. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody, hello. 66 viewers and we're uh, uh tumataas pa 70 na tumataas pa thank you so much for logging in please do share the stream we have uh the coach of the world champion the best in the world in mobile legends please welcome from Bren esports coach ducky yo guys what's up uh, what's hello, up good guys? evening good evening man thank good you evening, for having coach me. yes yeah. oh um, I've had gamers here before and um tawag streamers pero uh-huh. hindi pa ako nakuha ng someone who is from esports an actual esports team and also hindi pa ako nakuha ng someone who is best in the world at something how does it feel to be best in the world at something man honestly man uh, it still feels it, it haven't really sunk, sunk in right it, it still feels surreal like you know, uh, this is my second time to to play at the world stage for mm-hmm. Mobile Legends World Series. And up until now, I can't believe that we actually won the thing. Mencho <laughs> 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 Wild, uh, Wild, Wild won is that 
nandun siya sa it's a live thing it's not one of those online yes. tournaments that they have now because i know there are a lot of online tournaments happening now um uh, it, it's it it happened in singapore which is uh uh lens above what <laughs> yung protocols ng covid <laughs> so ganda so um well to begin with just to be remain on topic was there any kind of uh, hardship going there? I'm pretty sure you guys got quarantined. You know, oh. how was the process of that? Again, uh, the process was very, very tedious. Kasi, mm. And the hardest part, I, I personally think, is yung swab tests. <laughs> you had to like go through a battery oh. swab test before we can even fly over to Singapore. So we did like uh, three Actually, for my team, it was just uh, individually they had two, but oh, for me, it, it had to be three because I tested positive the second time around. Shit! Yeah, I, I did. That. Yeah. So, but I wasn't feeling anything, eh. and another player of mine tested positive as well. Uh-huh. So it was so much a hassle because I had to get retested uh, the day wow. after I tested positive. So, luckily though, uh, the hospital, uh, the molecular lab told us that there's definitely, you know, instances that it's a false positive because it, uh, it's just a 95% efficacy rate. So there's still a 5% chance that it would always turn out or it would turn out uh, a false positive. So they they essentially made this uh, long-ass uh, piece of paper that says, okay, Singapore, uh, there's a chance that this the, the test that this guy had was a false positive. All right, done, Okay. We're on our way now to Singapore. When we arrived at Changi Airport, <laughs> we had to great declare airport, that we had, by the way. Yeah, Probably great the airport, best airport by the way. The world. <laughs> great, best airport in the world. It's a great airport. But the thing is, we had to declare that we tested positive. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we had to declare it uh-uh. because they have this rule that if you tested positive within the last twenty-one days, they send you over to an NCID facility, which is essentially uh, mm-hmm. an infectious diseases facility. And it was uh-huh. called Antok Seng Hospital. Me Oof. and my player got sent uh-huh. over to that facility. All right. The bad thing about that place is uh-huh. that they don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I know. So, elite. Uh, so they don't have Wi-Fi. They, yeah. yeah they, they didn't let us buy, they didn't let us buy a SIM card. I had virtually uh-huh. no way to contact a- anyone. Uh, so I just had to sit my ass there, <laughs> ponder about life. You know, what are we, what are we doing with our lives? Yeah. So it was, it was the hardest part of, it was a struggle going to, to Singapore and participating in the world series. But other than that, the event was totally fine. Uh, except for the fact that we had to like do quarantine, uh, twice the amount that most people does. So um, we had, Quarantine yeah. there for 14 days, and then we did quarantine as well here in the Philippines. <laughs> solid, solid. Because, yeah, because you're, you're flying in. So, technically, the tournament was about three days, right? Oh, no, no, no. The, collectively, the, the, to- the total tournament days would be like a week. Oh, okay, okay. And, right. then, and then you were there for... Um, for 25 days. Because <laughs> 14 days yung quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Intense. Intense. But did that affect your, your schedule at all? Did that affect practices or anything that you had to do extra steps because you had a false positive reading here? If anything, bro, I don't think it, it actually affected uh-huh. uh, our training. In fact, mm. 
I personally think na medyo naka nagbenepisyo pa nga kami doon kasi ah, uh, during the quarantine uh-huh. they had nothing else to do no distractions <laughs> right uh, right no distractions no, none whatsoever no girlfriends right uh-huh. no girlfriends no no nothing no inuman walang ganun so they all they had to do or all they can do is just play the game so if anything yeah i think like benefiting team with that quarantine uh is that is that part of your job as a coach to keep them focused lalo na pag madaming uh distractions distractions, uh, distractions yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hindi lang hindi lang tactician kundi you have to be disciplinarian as well oh yeah um, yeah traditionally kasi i mean if you go to traditional sports right mm-hmm. the traditional uh like description of coaches is like to just you just focus on the game. But on, on our case, because since there's no blueprint of what an esports coach should be, right? Mm-hmm. So no, what we do, or at least on my case, I do what I have to do to keep my boys in line. Okay. Right? If I have to do this, if I have to keep them in check, if they're drinking, if they're talking to their girlfriends, if they're, <laughs> if, they're, if they're actually, you know, nagpupuyat uh, masila. I have to uh-huh. keep them in check. So yeah, I have two 16-year-old kids in my in my uh-huh. uh, in my team. So I have those are the youngest like, ones. Yeah, those are the youngest ones, uh-huh. and I have to act like I I actually I'm their legal guardian when we were in Singapore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And um, these are 16-year-olds, right? Yeah, so um, it's always has been in. I've been in the esports. Uh, been you know. Kind of not saying involved in it, but kind of you know um, uh, looking at it from a spectator's perspective. Yeah. And tagal na since since people were doing bring your own consoles at ToyCon, ganong klase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I have people coming na tipong ah hindi makompleto yung Counter Strike team namin kasi <laughs> hindi pinayagan to kasi may school si ganyan. Yeah. The, does that ever happen now or mas mas alam na ba ng tao na may potential yung esports ngayon kaysa dati? Okay. So for organizations like us or mm. yeah, the big the bigger ones or organizations, yeah. we make it sure that uh yung obligations no parent is mm-hmm. trans somehow transferred over to us. So if a yeah. kid is uh if we see a kid who has, you know, a, a very particular set of talent like uh-huh. for example, Carl Teasy or Flap Teasy. Uh-huh. They're sixteen-year-old kids. They were in school, so we talked to their parents, right? Okay, the the kid is really interested in playing professionally, but he still have to attend school. So we make a compromise with the parents. Like, are you comfortable with having your kid uh, do uh, homeschooling? So okay. because it's non-negotiable, because for for us, at least for me, it's non-negotiable for a player na you're in so school, but you will quit just to oh, go pro. So I don't oh. think I don't think that's a that's a logical, you know, the decision. Because what if Mobile Legends suddenly dis- disappears tomorrow? Ano gagawin mo? You didn't finish school, uh-huh. or you you dropped out from school. You were delayed. So yeah, those mm-hmm. things actually we talk up we talk to the parents about mm-hmm. just to make sure that we are on the same page about how we can continue his education mm-hmm. at the same time. Uh, let the kid play his passion. So, yeah. Important in naman both both sides. Eh. I mean, yeah. uh, there's a side na okay education first. Pero honestly, 
um, you gotta feed the soul then. Alam mo yun? Yeah. Yeah. At, at some point, you're 16 year old and you find your calling in life. You have to have that option to pursue it. At the same time, yeah. possible naman yung balance. Eh. So I think that's a very good thing that you guys are doing yeah. over at Bryn. So, uh, meron ba kayong mga ano tawag dun? Um, cause, cause a lot of people are uh dun, probably saying na oh shit, asarap maging ano professional esports player. How does mm-hmm. recruitment work? Like, like how did you recruit these the uh, these five people person? Oh, okay. Mostly they're headhunted. So oh, wow. we don't really we don't really do like open tryouts. Wala bang ganon? Yeah, and then uh, there, meron naman ganon. Meron uh, honestly, meron naman talagang ganon. Like uh, LPE, which is a, an esports org here in the Philippines. They're La- Lao Soto Group. Uh-huh. So they're yeah. one of the. Uh, uh, of the big, uh, bigger uh, esports orgs, they did open. Uh, they did, yeah. They actually did an open tryout, mm-hmm. and it was it was participated by thousands of players all over uh, the Philippines. Dami. Yeah, dami. But, uh, for Brent, because uh, what they did, because when I when I came over to Brent, the, the team is the team is already bona. Uh-huh. I didn't have to really, you know, handpick my players, so. These guys are the same guys who won the CC game. So they're gold medalists. Four out yeah. of five are gold medalists. So, yeah, I wasn't new to them. And then, bonus and then they brought me over uh, to the roster. They said, you want to coach? All right. Here are five guys or four guys from the Sea Games gold medalist team. And then two other, uh, the sixth man and then Coco. And then I had to handpick Flap Teasy with the other 16-year-old kid. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, for Brand at least we don't do open tryouts, but there are open tryouts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's great, man. Uh, then to talk about your origin story, how do you get inside it? Because we were talking about off the air, Kanina, that oh, yeah. this show was all about um, telling people that there are possible options of careers that hindi oh, usually yeah. makikita mo sa courses na makikita mo sa college. Uh, and I, yeah. I said, I, I took Komsai. Komsai ako. Naging stand-up comedian. Tapos ikaw pala, ikaw pala <laughs> you, you were a registered nurse at some yeah. point. Yeah. So I graduated back in 2011 as a nurse. I was a registered nurse. I didn't practice though. I went to corporate. I was in the... Yeah, I, I did have... Corporate job. I had a future, man. I had a future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then when did this, when did this burning passion yeah. uh, take you away from your stable job? So it started as a hobby. Really. It, it okay, started okay. as a hobby. So I was uh, playing, you know, casually. It just uh, burned time. I was doing so uh, work on the side. Actually, not on the side, but, you know, I had a work full time, and then I was playing on the side, uh-huh. just to, parang pampalipas oras lang. And then suddenly I got hooked to this game. They were saying it was a mobile legends or, or a mobile game on the phone. It was something new. I say mobile is always played in the PC. Eh. So I said, okay, let's let me try this out. And I got hooked. I I played with a bunch of kids. And eventually, I played semi pro, and then I quit. I, I went oh. back to work. Yeah, I went back to work. And then one of on a, on a very random day, out of the blue, someone just hit me up on Facebook Messenger, and they said, "There's a coaching stint in Indonesia. You wanna wanna grab it?" I didn't I didn't think twice. After a few days, I was on my on a plane, you know, <laughs> and I was bound for Indonesia. Grab uh, it. And 
uh, after a few days, I was coaching uh, a bunch of Indonesian kids uh, uh, participating in one of the biggest tournaments in Indonesia. Yeah. And, and that's ML from the start. That's, that's, that's my uh, story, how I got into coaching in ML. Grabe. Ang intense. So, they must have liked your work when you were semi-pro, no? To to get you as a coach. Mm, I w- Probably. <laughs> I can't say. I can say, <laughs> sure. say for sure. All uh, I can say is, yeah, I I did research, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think they, they they were happy with what I was doing. Yeah. And then, because um, uh, if I remember correctly... Indonesia is a pretty huge ML country oh. then. Yep. And um, I think we have we there's an MSC, diba? Right? Yeah, there's an um, MSC. And didn't they win like most of it <laughs> or something? Uh, wait, there are three MSCs so far. They won two out of three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Parang ganun. So it's it's must be a huge uh dun. It's a huge step towards you see you start your career because you're in like one of Kahit hindi yeah. kayo nasa, nasa home country mo. You're in the, M- one of the biggest ones. Yeah. ML in Indonesia is like a cult. Talaga. Para sa kulto. Yeah, parang like, parang yeah, Starcraft yeah. in Korea. Parang ganun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sobrang laki niya doon. Uh, in fact, some some personalities built their career from ML. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, there are players What? na artista na ngayon yeah, in Indonesia. <laughs> one of my players is artista na ngayon. Wow. Back when I started in Indonesia, his name is Emperor. He's now yeah. has like short films over in YouTube. Yes. So he's an artista. Magandang, magandang career path yun. Mag-ML muna ako, tapos maging artista ako after. Yeah. Sobrang meron iba. Ng, meron din ano, meron ng mga recording artist. May mga ganun eh. Yeah. And then when did you get the the call to, you know, where did you get the call from the home country or from Brent? Ah, all right. So, I was in EVOS, one of the biggest uh, esports org here in Southeast Asia, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was happy there, right? Mm. I was happy, but I wasn't comfortable, really. So, Siyempre, you're away from yeah. home, away from yeah, away from home, and I was. I, but then there's other some there's other personal reasons that I had to consider mm-hmm. uh, that made me go home. So uh-huh. luckily, though, when I I was I was still in Indonesia. Few one of my players right now in Brent. Yeah, was already talking to me, saying, "Gusto mo mga coach ka na lang dito sa amin. Dito na lang sa Pilipinas uh, ka na lang." So I was. Tinisip ko na siya. So I was like, "Pwede naman siguro. I'll think about it." Then I came over dito sa Philippines, moving on to Pilipinas, and then every day kinu kulit nyo. Sabi niya, "Coach ka na lang, coach ka na lang dito sa amin, coach ka na lang dito sa amin." And then to the head coach ng Brent. See Ralph Slater, because I don't know if you know him, but most of the people who's watching right now probably knows him, mm-hmm. I think. But Coach Leather Goods is yeah one of the best coaches right now here in the Philippines. Shout out to you if you're watching Coach Leather Goods. But yeah, this guy offered me an electronic kalan. <laughs> wow. I was sold, man, because I was uh, on a diet, basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was on a diet, like all right, I want abs, I want abs. All right, what can you offer? Right, I'll give you electronic land if that's all you if that's all you're asking. Come on back home, bad. If I'm electronic land, just come back here. Solid, solid. And then, yeah. um, when was this? Like, how long? Like, were you also their coach? Na nung Sea Games? 
No, 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 I wasn't. So everyone was calling me a traitor. Yes, <laughs> 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 Indonesia, no. Because he's from Indonesia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So from Indonesia, uh, no. And then uh, we won the world championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For uh, I was in Indonesia, there, so they're basically calling me traitor. And then Sea Games oh. happened. Yeah. Oh, isa pa. So, medyo may redemption pala ng konti, no? May parang, oh, ito na, na. oh, parang yes. I'm coming home. Parang, uh, parang nung punta lang si Lebron, Lebron sa Miami, tapos bumalik siya <laughs> sa Cleveland, nanali siya ng isa. May nagtanong dito is, um, are you uh, happy where you are now? Are you, uh, you, you plan on sticking out with Bren? Or meron bang iba namimirata sa'yo? Baka gusto mong pumunta sa, uh, sa ghouls? <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a good one. Ah, <laughs> uh, huh. Okay, quitting? No, definitely. Okay. Uh, if I plan to go to the Burmese, uh, I can't discuss that. That's above yeah, my okay. pay grade. <laughs> that's above my pay grade. No okay. problem, man. I'm not yeah, gonna, but, I'm not gonna milk you with the, uh, know, questions yeah. that might put you in but, trouble. <laughs> but for now, yeah, I'm not planning on quitting. Because okay. uh, I think most of the fans are always wondering if any particular personality in, in MLBB is trying to quit in the competitive scene, of course. Oh, uh, it's medyo wild ng player poaching sa ano esports scene. I don't know if it's yeah. the same with ML, pero all esports malala yung ano nila. Parang you see people That's, jump around all the time, yeah. Yeah. So for now, I, I'm not planning on jumping ships. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'd rather stick out with Brent because they they have the same vision as me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just planning to take it slow, probably take a break for quite a bit because it's taking its toll on me. Uh, uh-huh. Since the pandemic started, yeah, I haven't seen my family in over a year. Oh, shit. So, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's quite taking its toll on me now. And I have to like take care of personal matters uh, for now. So I already told the management that. I'll take it slow. Probably I want to take a break, but yeah, I'm uh, not sure why I'm coming back. But yeah, okay. Um, that I mean that's great, man. Like everybody needs a because if you're gonna force yourself to work, you're not gonna be completely there anyway. Yeah. So might as well take the you know tactical retreat in Taog, Yeah, yeah, very logical. Very understandable. So, lahat ng mga tao, there's a lot of people who are also um, pansinin mo on social media, there's always a lot of pages that are saying, ah, oh, hustle, the grind, hustle, the grind, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Yeah. And they're all always, you know, you don't see it on IG kasi that people sometimes put their feet up and rest. And that's very important. Ah, <laughs> that's yeah. very important. Okay. Ito, uh, people don't post it maybe. Kaya akala ng mga tao, the grinders just grind. No, rest is very important. So yeah, rest is very very important. Sobra, sobra, sobra. You, are you advising that to your players as well? Oh yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, I always tell them that there's nothing wrong with taking a break. Because if you're feeling if you're feeling burnt out, or that's actually what we're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. The moment that you're starting to feel burnt out, you tell me. That's what I always tell them. Because I don't want you to feel, you know, crashing down. Toto, toto. Any, anyone wouldn't want that. Na, parang you're at the point of breaking, as in breaking down na talaga na hindi mo na kaya, you're, you're always feeling inadequate. Just because it's taking its toll on you. Na eh. 
So I don't want anyone feeling that. So I always tell my players, nights, there's nothing wrong with taking a break. Hindi siya emasculating. Hindi siya nakakahiyak. Hindi siya nakakahiyak. Yun yung mga ano kasi. Enjoying this conversation? Check out the Lonely Hearts podcast where we have conversations in your behalf with the lonely hearts, minds, and misunderstood geniuses of this world. Together, you and I will help make sense of our own personal worlds in these uncertain times. Reluctantly and lazily hosted by Esquire Philippines Editor-at-Large, Sarge Lacuesta. Brought to you by Esquire Philippines in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Available wherever you get your podcasts. See you there! Speaking of getting burned out, okay, let's talk about your time again dun sa, sa M2. Must be very tasking. So you're there for 25 days, actual tournament days of 10. Um, how are you rationing, kunare? How are you scheduling practices? Like, if you guys are practicing all the time, you practice as much as you can, or do you also schedule, like, yun nga, what we talk about, we schedule breaks para maiwasan yung burnout ng players? Uh, there are scheduled breaks, definitely. But for the quarantine period, we only take breaks, like, uh, an hour. So we train, yeah, we train, like, 10 to 12 hours per day during quarantine with no breaks in between. So Saturday and Sundays are still training days. Since we, we don't have anything else to do it, what uh, are we going to do? Like, uh-huh. Stare at the ceiling. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense, right? So I told them, uh, and then they were on the same page. Luckily, they were on the same page as me. Everyone was like, oh, you know what? We don't have to weekends. We're training na lang tayo, which is a good thing. Uh, so it, it, it added like four four more days on our on my calendar because I, I i always talk to my team if they think if they feel that this is uh over what they can take let's say if i schedule like six days of training mm-hmm. right? because initially my plan was to have just one day break in between the 14 day quarantine oh. and then they said let's just fill it out because Okay, sige. That's your that's your decision. Okay, so we play like twenty two games per day. <laughs> so that's a lot, actually. In terms oh. of in, to those guys who's watching or not familiar with MLBB games, uh, each game consists about a, on average would be fifteen minutes. So that's twenty two times fifteen. So yeah, that ten to twelve hours a day. And, and then we and also when you, do game reviews. Yeah, when you when you when you play like that. Um, it's not something that you have time na medyo passive guys. Very, it's a very active, fast-paced mobile. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, so, while, while all of those 12 hours are transitory in a sense, uh, uh, they, they feel the... Uh, so well, how we fuel the, the passion is with winning. Right? If we win, <laughs> right? if we, win, if we, win we, we get a lot of because these guys are not really after the money. Uh-huh. Well, it's the money is just a bonus. So uh-huh. what they have in mind is always want to be glory, yeah. glory. Yeah, we want title. We want title because uh-huh. we want to show the, the world that we are the best. Which is a good thing because they're not really thinking of like losing out on in terms of money. So yeah, I think that's, that's stronger. Yeah. I think that's stronger than the than you're fighting for money and everything. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there na. You know they would need the money, anything. Pero, um, it's very rare that you're in an opportunity like this in yeah, your life. Oh, yeah. so meron bang ganong klasing Rocky Balboa pep talk na nangyayari backstage? 
how do you how do you inspire your players yeah there are there are you know <laughs> there are talks you know pep talks that would always happen because you have to always have them on edge mm-hmm. right they always have to feel that certain something in them that they're special that they're doing a particular thing where they excel at and that they're going to that there's still more that you can squeeze out of them with just words. That's really important, I think. Ito. Um, and meron kasi mga tao na they don't know how to communicate how... Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a 16-year-old, you wouldn't know, di ba? Mm-hmm. So I think they're, 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 they're blessed to that they're hearing it from someone na, you know, you're very lucky na, na meron kang ganitong passion and everything. Because I know a lot of people, 40 years old, 50 years old na, they don't even know what to do with their lives yet. <laughs> Alam mo yan? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely, mm. and, these, and these kids, you just have to like aff- affect their emotion with words because they don't know exactly how to feel empowered, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. so I, I talk like this. I don't talk like this with my with my voice. So I have to be culturally uh, <laughs> sensitive with them because they have their own culture as a clique, as uh-huh. a group. So I don't I can't talk like this. I have to I have to understand oh. or I have to talk to them in a way that they would understand effectively. Right. So, yeah. That's that's nice. All right, let's talk about the whole tournament mismo. And um there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people I think na because I'm not reading their questions. I'm sorry, it's not that kind of show. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Okay. If if your questions were uh, in line with uh the, the thing that I plan for tonight. Let's see. Sige. So, um, yeah. Uh, Mayroon nagsabi dito si Ate Ulap Manunulat. Ano po masasabi nyo na napaka-amazing ng pagkapanalo nyo noong M2 na dumaan kayo sa tatapips? Okay, wait. Uh, before you answer that, let's, uh, I wanna I wanna dissect that a little bit. Kasi you started out in group stages. So you were undefeated. 2-0, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. And then, you so riding high on that momentum and you, you meet uh, the Burmese Goose right away, tama ba? on the upper yeah. bracket. On, on uh, yeah, the upper bracket. Oh, uh, winners, winner side, yeah, winner side on playoffs, and then you guys immediately take a zero, zero two loss, and mm-hmm. you drop down to losers, uh, yeah. uh, at the lower bracket right away. So for people that are not familiar, I, I hope, uh, it's very simple. It's double elimination bracket. So um, if you get eliminated once you go to the lower bracket where all the other people who got eliminated are there and they, they fight it out. It's a much tougher road towards the finals because diamond dadaanan. And you literally went through a lot of teams on the way there. Did you feel like... Ito yung, ito yung, ano ko eh, sorry, ah, medyo mahaba yung bring up question na to. There's always a There's always a sports thing na iron sharpens iron kind of thing and usually pagdating na ng playoffs tournament format na yung yung liga kahit basketball man to or kahit anong sport there's always a phenomenon that happens na yung yung team that goes through hell will most likely have will be you know a more formidable team yeah. at you get better by having a lot more games so do you feel like that that actually helped you guys being in the lower bracket uh, I I'd be lying if I say no. <laughs> uh, I think there's some truth in it to an extent because uh, the 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 more matches you actually go through, the more chances that you that you give your team to adjust 
mm-hmm. what's going on all over the the tournament, right? And I personally think na nung drop kami sa lower bracket, the boys mas parang mas nagutom sila na manalo eh. Because they knew they were going, because, we, because they knew that we have the chance to eliminate Alter Ego. Mm-hmm. Who, sila yung tumalo sa amin sa MPLI eh. The, yeah. the tournament prior to M2. So we were in the grand finals back in that tournament. And unfortunately, we lost to them. We dropped out of the tournament on the grand finals. Uh, 0-3. Unfortunately, hindi kami talaga nakascore sana because we were just that strong back then. Wow. So, so ano yan? Yun yung isa yung sa mga parang milestone redemption points. So the entire team's mindset was we are here to exact vengeance on you guys. Oh. So that's, yeah. That was the that was the mindset versus alter ego. Now with with Todak though, Todak we knew was an MPL uh, Malaysia Singapore champion. Uh, we knew that they were not up to par with us, yeah, because we played with them in scrimmages. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, in the game one we lost, we dropped the game against them. Because uh, yeah. we always try to dissect the new game styles ng ane, ng particular teams. Any particular teams try to digest or dissect kung ano man yung game style nila kasi typically ah. most teams would uh, ilalabas nila yung pinakamaganda nilang strand the first game just to uh-huh, you know uh-huh. just to get a good grip of, of the seasons yeah because you guys so, lost a lot of game ones uh, ano na to yeah. sa tournament na to you know? was that by design is it because parang you don't want to put out your best strat agad na simula um, or... we always put our best strat okay but what we do is or what the boys do is like uh, we constantly try to gauge kung gaano ba kalakas talaga yung kalaban somehow. Uh, but I think yeah. that that's some that's some part of the truth but uh, the other part would lie <laughs> the fact na minsan hindi kami talaga prepared dun sa hinanda nila. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, nakakagulat eh. Nakakagulat din minsan. Yung gulat factor eh. Gulat factor. And then the semi or the finals rather in the lower bracket is against Araki Hoshi which mm-hmm. is the Indonesian powerhouse because they oh. were the MPLI or the MPL season six champions in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So they were really strong and everyone was saying, ah, these guys are going to be the champions Fav- for MPL. They were the favorites. The favorites, oh. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we were happy that we are, going, we are going to be given a chance as well to drop them out. So, uh-huh. like I said earlier, the boys got really hungry when we dropped to the lower bracket. Uh-huh. So, they, this is not something new to them because in, back in the SEA Games in uh, December of 2020 or tw- mm-hmm. 2019 rather, mm-hmm. uh, they also dropped to the lower bracket. This is not something new. So pressure is definitely out of the question because they know how to handle pressure. So yeah, when we dropped our Kyoshi, it was not really uh, a surprise to us because we knew we can easily take them on given how they performed because we were watching their games then eh, all throughout the tournament and which games did you so when you were scouting these teams may mga uh-huh. may mga teams na alam nyo na kaya nyo definitely when, when you're doing scrimmages and everything but which uh-huh. teams were you really like uh, tipo okay we're gonna have trouble here but only two teams really Alter Ego and Burmese Goals because when they nung tinala nila kami uh-huh. in the upper bracket dun kami natawa na these guys just stepped up their game oh uh-huh. boy these guys are not messing around like they're saying, fuck you, everyone. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to beat you. Parang ganun sila. They just oh. went super saiyan. And 
Oh, so, medyo medyo if if I could recall some of the games na ano, uh sorry, we're not going to take this chronological or anything, pero going into the grand finals, um surprisingly you guys took 2-0 after dropping yeah. a lot of first games, no? So was that part of the plan that you're gonna go at them hard right away? Because yeah. you know, to kind of shake their their momentum a little bit. Yeah, uh, the the plan for game for the grand finals was just to go all out, all games. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back, no breaks, no hand breaks. Just go all out. Mm-hmm. You know, pull yourself in. But on game three, all of a sudden we got complacent. Because on game two, we just we were just we just hammered them. So we don't have to do game two. Eh. But on game three, I think uh, I personally think we got complacent. Also on game four, then game five was the wake up call, guys. Mm-hmm. We cannot lose one more game. It uh-huh. was match point for them. And then game six was uh, basically the for me. Eh, this uh, grand finals, the 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 series was uh, actually decided by game six. Eh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, because I, no... I I actually thought, parang I think people were writing you out now when game yung when you drop three straight yeah. from game three, four, and five. Because mm-hmm. may mga ano don, may mga may mga games don na parang you think na okay, makabawi yung yung brand or you would adjust after dropping two games, di ba? And then mm-hmm. game five, they take it. And usually, in yung pivotal game. Yeah. And now, coming into game six and seven, you guys are against the wall. Um, te- technically, dalawang tournament point yung nilaro nyo na, na game, yeah. di ba? So, what were you telling the guys nung, nung time na to? Like, two, three. Um, ano na? Uh, <laughs> anong gagawin natin? Ganun. Yeah. So, we... We actually had like a team meeting. Mabilis, mabilis, because we only had eight minutes in, uh, eight minute break. So, uh, I told them that we have to change things up. Because for the last five games, they were just, we were just drafting. If you are not familiar, we actually draft the heroes, right? We pick and ban, or we ban and pick. So we have to change things up. So these guys are only play two heroes. We noticed that uh, it's a trend for them. Hero effectively, which is the yeah. Yi Shin and the Claude. He said, yeah. All right, let's trade it out. They're really good with setting up objectives with Yi Shin. So let's just ban that hero out mm-hmm. and trade Claude versus Brody. Right? They gave us Brody. Uh-huh. Brody's a broken hero, in my opinion, because he's really goddamn strong. That, uh-huh. that hero. So we picked Brody. And then they pick one of the heroes that we don't really like playing against which is natalia the hero essentially becomes invisible every time she goes to the bush mm-hmm. so we don't like playing against a hero so it was a guy we we did a gamble thing so right but gamble on game seven when they picked that that hero yeah, the 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 same, si, uh, um they 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 oh the minsitar the minsitar uh, yeah Non-meta yung hero na yun eh, as, as far as I know. Uh, it, it was non-meta for us, but for them, they use use it to counter Harith. Ah, the hero so it made yeah. sense naman pala. Because, yeah. okay, yeah, okay, meron mga, may mga, okay, let's get in, let's get geeky with this shit. Because okay. I know, I know MOBA, um, a, a huge chunk of, of the fight is sa picks. 
Kahit maglaro ka lang casually, tinatrasto ka na ng, <laughs> ng kakabi mo pag mali yung pick mo eh. <laughs> diba? Ba't ganyan yung pinili mo? Hindi pang mid yan. Mga ganyan klase, diba? So, um, there's a question here, very good question here about, um, ayan, coach, sabi ni Vino De Leon, coach, what if BG pick Claude rather than Brody in game 7? Do you think the result would be different? It's hard to say, man, Vino. Thank you for the question, but it's hard. To, it's hard to say. We were actually expecting them to pick Claude, and we were to get Brody again. But we already prepared both for both scenarios, because eh? mm-hmm. we already know how to play against Claude to begin with. So we're already prepared to give to give them out. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't pick it. We were actually happy that they picked Brody, because uh, the remain the heroes now the draft naman would scale effectively to the late game. Yes. So it's hard to say. Uh, yeah. I would say it's still a 50-50 game. Oh, you know, but that's but uh, yeah, they have been picking Claude and winning with Claude, diba? Tama ba? I think they won one game, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, okay. yeah. Gets, gets. Ayun. Pero this the the kind of uh, ito, mental human chess na yun nangyayari dito. And this is where I think advantage of coaches come in sa picking ano. Uh, kung eh, kung mas skilled yung coach, mas madaling is there any kind of like um, human chess going on here? Yung tipong minsan you make it seem that you're picking some hero tapos they try yeah. to counter it and then to you know, may mga ganong strategy uh, ba nung iyan? There was there was a game uh, I think it was game number It's a game that we lost actually, but we won the draft. Uh-huh. So game, it was a comeback, actually. We were supposed uh-huh. to win that game, but they came Not back. Bad. Yeah. They were supposed... We were actually baiting them to get this hero. What was the hero again? Hold on. Uh. The hero was... Diamond coach. Esmeralda, <laughs> the Esmeralda. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, the Yuzhong, the Yuzhong, because they were really okay, okay. good Yuzhong. So we were baiting them the Yuzhong. And and they were they opened Basha. Basha was like one of our most winningest hero uh, across the tournament. And we're waiting for Basha, or baiting them with with, with Yuzhong so that we can get Basha. Then they opened it, right? And then we were expecting them to get Basha. I don't know if it was like a a double like sight. Uh, double psych. Double psych. So yeah, it was a it was a funny moment, and it, it, I I I think it was caught on camera. We were laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
tayo. Kung dumpo sa ikaw natin sila pala parang ganun. Uh, pero pero um how what's your mentality on taking picks? Cuz cuz syempre um your players are competent with uh your players are definitely more competent with some heroes than the others. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can play almost everyone. And um Dogdon so I'm thinking, what's your mentality going into picking? Like, do you pick talaga on based oh, on composition? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the 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 draft. Do you draft based on composition or do you draft based on uh, competence of your players to wield? Okay. Uh, such okay. Number one, number one, I base it on mastery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, I don't draft for the team. Really? Uh, draft as a team. Ah, okay, okay. We, there's a difference. Then, okay? Big difference, right. yes. There's a big difference. So it's a misconception that I'm like, ah, oh, this guy is really good at drafting. No, I'm not I'm not the only guy who drafts of, the team. A lot of communication uh, going. It's, it's a lot of uh, team effort going on in the background. Mm-hmm. But I do, uh, I do decide what is the best course of action for a certain, you know, for a certain draft. If I say that the that the player, because we, what we decided on uh, when we were drafting or uh, when we were there in the grand finals was that Kusining Gagamitong Hero has the final say. Because I cannot yeah. tell you that you're comfortable on the, with this particular hero if you're not, right? That's a good team rule, I guess. Yeah. And uh, they were so happy with this because they get, get to play the their most comfortable or, you know, the, the, the comfort pick at least in a sense. So yeah, they, they were happy with this decision. And then, although there are some instances because I would, I would parang harangin ko because I don't really feel comfortable with what they pick, what they choose. So I'd say... Ah, so uh, may veto ka minsan? Parang ganun. Minsan, ano, talagang hinaharang ko talaga. So minsan, yeah, I veto and then uh, they would say, they would, they would understand it. But that's na sobrang dalang man. Sobrang dalang man. Kasi I, I, I trust my team in terms of mastery of of any specific or any given era. Intense. Take, uh, great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, sabi ni Max Jure, Coach, gano ka crucial role ni Cap sa team? Oh, si Cap, si Few, he, uh, he plays a very, very important role because he's our shot caller. So everything that happens in the game mm-hmm. is virtually uh, our collective effort when we train. So everything that he, that he do or shot calls in the game is a reflection of the the things that we understood during scrimmages or during discussions during game reviews. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so if, if he calls in like for a specific target, you know, targeting system, namin, uh, who to target, where to rotate, you know, where to gap, where, yeah, all, all those things actually. He's a very important, and I'd say he's uh, one of the best, if not the best captain out there right now. Wow. Well, it, there's there's proof to that to that statement. Yeah, I'm not just saying it. May may backing. They are the he's the captain, the cap of ano, tawag dun, uh, shot caller of the best team in ML right now. Yeah. So yeah, there's proof to that. Um, do you when when you're assembling your team or parang uh, or maybe I could just get get your opinion on this because in esports there's a lot of you know. Uh, there's a lot of super team building and everything but sometimes it wouldn't pan out because you know chemistry is not so great so do you think 
uh, what is more important to you? Is it chemistry or individual skill? Both, actually. Balance mm-hmm. of both. So a uh, good team uh, is composed of a team with good chemistry at first. Right? But I, you know, but I personally think that teams that are really good at treats their teammates, teammates first before friends. Yeah. Because yes. there should be a fine line between that. And if you're friends, because they're, I, I've, I've seen this multiple times na parang if they're friends now with their teammates, like really close knit friends, uh-huh. uh, is like, they don't get to crit. Parang hindi na sila nag-criticize sa isa. So, yeah, for me, chemistry is, or, you know, a uh, composition of really good team is just two things. A balance between chemistry and individual skill set. Yeah. A good okay. individual skill set. It's great. Okay. Um, let's go over this question by B by Duenas. How vital is Flapsy's role in the team coach as a super rookie? This is one of your young guys, right? Tama? Yeah, he's, he's a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Flap plays a very important role, okay? Because he... He's essentially our our aggressive side. Mm-hmm. So he goes around, tries to kill people, you know, with a stick. Poke you, poke you, poke you. <laughs> yeah, he's that he's that guy. So he plays a very important role. At the same time, he's he was also, you know, just to let you guys know, anyways, it's the past. But you know, for the past few months going to M2 through our training, uh, he was play he was underperforming, really. But the, mm-hmm. the good thing about this kid is that he he's out there to prove his worth. I am not going to bow down to my other four teammates just because they have gold medals on their belts. Mm-hmm. That's the good thing about this kid. So he's not afraid to like try something new. If I say that you, you practice this hero, you don't practice that hero, he follows it. Because he understands that you know there might be some things that, that his teammates and his coach actually sees na in, in the worth it. Right? Uh-huh. Yes, and that's, yes. that's, what I, that's what I love about this kid. He's, he's out there to prove himself. And I think he did because, you know, oh, <laughs> he finished a full MLBB career in just in under a year. <laughs> I mean, at, at 16 years old and coming in fresh in a team. Also, you said na, uh, you were the one who scouted this kid. Yeah. Right? I was always watching his streams, actually. Ah, and, then, okay, okay. and then few actually knew him back mm-hmm. then, uh, back in Signal, I think. Yeah, because uh-huh. the, the kid actually played for Signal Ultra before, oh, and then I was watching his streams, and I said, "Oh, this kid, this kid is pretty good. Let's let's see if uh, if he's up to par with you know with the team, with the and team, and if he fits well." And I said, "Hey, kid, wanna come over? See if you know if you fit in the team." So he was being offered na kasi as a, uh, a streaming contract back then, but you know he proved that he was. He was interested more in winning than actually. Uh, he wanted to compete. Money. I yeah. guess. Uh, he turned on the streaming contract and came over to us, which essentially pays penny, pennies. Uh, yeah, because it wasn't like a big deal going to you know starting an esports career because you're definitely going to be underpaid, at least at the very least. So, definitely. You're starting out. You, you don't have a portfolio. Yeah, chasing passions never pay well. If, yeah, most so if of you the guys, time. <laughs> most of the time, if you if you guys think that esports pays really well, it pays well when you do well. Oh. If you yeah. if you can't sell yourself, like for example, when Flap was starting, 
So tingin niyo ba paano niya ibinenta yung sarili niya sa amin? I wouldn't buy a portfolio like that just because he's a streamer. What we need are people who's, you know, who, who, own, who doesn't just you know, have passion. Passion is not always enough. That's wow. the thing. So, and this kid gave up his streaming contract for an esports career. And I think for me, uh, uh, I think he, he made the best decision in his life so far. <laughs> That's life an understatement, so coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if you came out like second runner-up in that tournament, that would still be a good good run for him yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as a rookie, diba? Right? But yeah. yeah, winning it going all the way, grabe. There's there's a few people that that uh do that. Have you ever felt like you needed to take your life to the next level? If yes, then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alequenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers, partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia. Bon here asks, is any plans on putting Coco to starting lineup? Um, okay. Yeah. I'd like to answer this one because Coco has a di- has a different pri- priorities na so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at least until now. Because he's earning. I, you can't blame the guy. You can't blame I can't even blame him because he's already earning from streaming. Right, so just just put yourself in Coco's shoes. Uh, would you wanna Would you wanna bet your your streaming contract for an esports career? Na alam mo namang, or alam mo namang na ng success with you know a different person. But yeah, he's still there. He's I think he's still a he's still part of the 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 roster that that won M two. He's definitely part of the team. It's just that for now, I, I don't think Coco would want to go back to the starting five because he's not really focused right now on you know on esports or competition. Right I'd, I'd imagine it's a big task to uphold, then. You can't just yeah. say that people, ah, okay, and I'll just show up at the games. It's it's not that easy. Yeah, right? you if you if you think about it, uh, hindi madaling give up yung alam mong minahal. For the longest time, Coco has been playing uh, real good competitive you know, MLBB games. He's one of the best. I still think he's one of the best, despite you know, uh, dropping out some, some tournaments, but I think he's still one of the best. Probably this is not his season. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He might come back uh, one, two seasons from now. It shows his his best performance just yet. We we can never say. But all I can say is that Coco is here to stay. Yeah. Okay, that's. <laughs> Ayan yeah. na, may mga chismis na yung inihingi nyo minsan eh, guys. Easy lang. <laughs> okay. Uh, ito may nagtanong about, ito may nakakatawang tanong dito, kaya nahanap ko lang ah. Joseph Acha Koso Sarmiento. Uh, coach daw. Evos daw in M1. And now, Brennan M2, sino daw, ano daw mas mahalaga or memorable sa'yo? Okay. Uh, okay. Both are very important for me because M1 marks, you know, the uh, the collective learnings that I had when I started as a coach. 
Right? Mm-hmm. It's very memorable for me. I got introduced mm-hmm. to a lot of or the best people in esports back in Indonesia, and not just in Indonesia, probably, but in the world. And at the same time, M2 is very important because I, I made a promise, or at least uh, the goal was to, you know, bring the world title for the Philippines. And we did. That was the goal. Now, uh, if you ask me which one's mem- more memorable, I, I, I personally think, or why can it be the both of them? I think it, <laughs> oh, my. it can yeah. be. Oh, I mean, uh, well, you have to make me choose, bro. This is the follow-up question of other people. Best of seven, though. M1, uh, the M1 champs versus M2 champs. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how you're going to coach against yourself here. So put them. <laughs> so think, put them in an arena together. That's you're, you're all my boys. Right. Uh, who do you think so would hy- win? So hypothetically speaking, right? So mm. ipagpalagay natin na bukas may tournament yung prime M1 champs which is basically Evos and then mm. my boys right now which is Bren mm. M2 champs. Uh, I would say on their best form, right? Mm-hmm. I would say Bren would win. Nice. Yeah, Bren would win. Is there any... Uh, asking about yeah, the score, okay. I'd say... 4-2. Wow. Okay, okay. 4-2, 4-2. Why do you think that is? Okay. Because... Well, I have to answer, Coach, if it, if it, <laughs> if it threatens your career. <laughs> no, it doesn't threaten my career, but... Uh, I personally think that the, the Brendan voice has a better sense of discipline. Gets. Okay. Would uh, would you say it's because people have gotten a lot better at M2? I mean, that's a year apart, and yeah. competition has gotten bigger. Because usually, parang so, magandang uh, anin, comparison. Uh, yeah. That's a good way to put it, bro. Yeah. I think the, the the improvement or the advancement of the game itself exactly. is quite exponential. Mobilisha actually. Okay. Oh, so, sobra. Yeah, mobilisha changes it. But mm. yeah, because fear. Parang hypothetical kasi yung question, so it's hard to say, <laughs> right? It's uh, hard to say, did it? But mga what ifs na ganyan, pero oh, what ifs nang talaga? Yeah. Eh. But yeah, eh, pero, I would still, I would still yeah. put my money on bread. Okay, okay, fair, fair, very fair, very fair. Okay, let's talk about a uh, little bit about yung yung passion of the the team and everything. Okay, um. Uh, sorry, hindi chronological again yung yung pagtakal and everything. Uh, when you guys dropped to lower bracket, you mentioned mas gutom kayo and mas ano kayo. Yeah. Was that something that you have to tell them or did that happen automatically na tipong, okay, you guys dropped 0-2 against uh, ghouls. And now, did you have to say anything at all to, the te- to them? You, you know what's really cool with, this, with these guys is that when we lost in the upper bracket, they didn't really feel bad. Like they knew they can get out alive from the lower bracket. Dance. So yeah, it wasn't like you know. I say for most teams, you would if, if it was any other team, huh? Mm-hmm. And they lost in the upper bracket. They had a chance right there. Mm-hmm. I, I would say na yung iba talaga tatahimik. You have two 16-year-olds. Who, uh, how old is your oldest one? The, the player. Oldest one is 25. 
See, they're not even in their late twenties, <laughs> yeah. and they're they 20. have they have the mental fortitude to to yeah. to go through that. Even yung 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 rookie mo um, didn't need any yeah. kind of pep talk or anything. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, this kid was like, "Tangina naman kasi This kid was still has that because he has not that wide. Because he has not that wide experience. So, but the other four uh, was like, nah, nalaglag natin lahat yan, tingnan mo. <laughs> I mean, it was like, uh, uh-huh. it was just, you know, but honestly, they were actually happy that they get the chance to like, ilaglag yung alter ego and RQ. <laughs> which is you quite impressive. Know. Which is a quite impressive mindset. So, oh. all I had to do was feed that, fuel that. Yeah. You know that that hunger. Yeah, kailangan lang natin silang talunin, daglag natin sila. Yeah, it was a, and, it was a like a an easier job for me. Competitive fire din yung ano yung tipo who would wish that na tipong ah yeah sige um ayos yan kasi madadaan na natin yung mga potential na pwedeng tumalas sa atin lahat <laughs> yun and just uh you know very few people would I mean it's not a good strategy on paper. Diba? Yeah. Na tipong, oh sige, punta tayo dito sa kapag sa basketball, ah, gusto kong kagrupo ko Spain sa USA. Parang <laughs> <laughs> ganun eh. Diba? Yeah. Kasi these are tournament uh, tournament favorites, diba? Yeah. Yung mga, yung mga, ano to. Did it feel good when you faced against Alter Ego? Yeah. When we beat them, that's when, uh, we, that's when it felt really, really refreshing. And then, do you feel like the confidence spiked from that? Kasi, when you drops, I, I don't remember. Sorry, who 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 we, you competed against when you? We actually felt the momentum. We felt the momentum when we dropped out their ego. Then yeah. up next was RQ Hoshi, which we actually knew uh, was a little bit underperforming than Alter Ego. So yeah. Ah, so, so just, parang medyo ano na nakol siya sa So confident kami going into RQ Hoshi. The momentum and the the knowledge that RQ is not as as good as Alter Ego, so those two things actually fueled us. Intense, intense. May nagtanong dito kung strat niyo lang daw is mang download ng game one. Eh. <laughs> no I would Pero say I, I would say you download every game, right? I would say there's some truth to it, because okay. laging laging bukong bibig na namin yung ane. Sige, engage lang muna natin. Tingnan natin kung ganon sila kalakas sa mundo. And these are strategies that you formulated on your own or are you taking from other coaches for possibly other sports? Because these are really actual sports strategies at times. You would see sometimes in a in a boxing match, ang round one is that they feel it out. Sometimes there there are boxers na ang gusto nila, round one nila malakas. May mga boxers yeah. na ayaw nila malakas yung round one nila. You know, stuff like that. Uh, well, are these things from, yeah. Yeah. We're are these things you pick up from something else? Ganun? Yeah, yeah there are definitely inspirations kasi from mm-hmm. other uh, traditional sports, from other coaches as well, uh, other disciplines. Uh, yeah, definitely there are inspirations. But again, because since this is a totally you know a, uncharted territory, esports, you know that that is esports. Mm. Oh, there's no there's no book kasi na nagsasabi and like well, yeah. yeah there's uh-huh. no book that would say that this is the right way to do it uh-huh. there's uh-huh. No, there's nothing like it there's no yardstick for success mm. in esports right there, 
you wouldn't say that M2 is like the end of the line because no. it's not it. Probably it is, but who can? Who can say, right? Mm. So, yeah, there are a lot of things that you can take from other sports. I, I, I personally, I read a lot of uh, baseball uh, autobiography coaches. I, I watch some documentaries of coaches. I watch or I read some uh, soccer. Like- soccer, yeah, soccer. Uh-huh. Well, basketball. I watched this Netflix series in I in in YouTube. Oh, Netflix Netflix series. It was uh, basketball uh, the basketball te- uh, yeah series. So I watched that. Yeah, and then all those things that I find uh, you know those bits and pieces that I think would fit in my team, I put them together and you know somehow I try to put them in yeah. a context. Na mas maintindihan nila. Because I cannot speak like this to them. Oh, yeah, I can't sound smart. If I don't <laughs> sound smart, right? yeah. it doesn't make sense. So I have to put them in, into a context that really understands the audience, ko, which Tama. is the, the team. Right? Hmm. So yeah, so it's that's the that's the tough part of you know being a of being a coach. So you have to like find that soft or sweet spot. Wow. Where all those learnings that you that you put to yourself, to you put yourself in, all the reading that you put yourself in, all the observation that you put in, mm-hmm. you have to find that sweet spot where all those things can be understood by you know an age, a specific age bracket of your team. So, gets, gets. I mean, iba pa yung iba pa yung you're learning about these techniques, and then yeah. iba pa yung kailan mong marutunan to kind of regurgitated to them yeah. and, you know, talk to yeah, them and communicate to them properly. Yeah. Yeah. spark notes parang ganun, after not because you're skilled there was a question here that you should be ML to be a good coach I think you have to have knowledge of the game in any kind of sport naman. you have to have knowledge of the game but it's different coaching sa playing coaching is um, way different yeah. Like yeah. there are so many better teachers than players yeah, absolutely um, but you cannot be a, there's, it's not always uh, the case that you're a good player and you can be a good coach. It doesn't work that way always. All I can say, if you want to be a coach, you have to be very, very observant. Yeah. yeah. You have to be very, very observant. Like, so, as in, I don't emphasize more because you have to be very, very fucking observant. I mean, you're, I you're, you're definitely not just um, telling them what to do, but you're kind of picking up their vibe and yeah, you have to pick up everything uh, verbal uh, cues you know their their body language you can you have to you have to know how it feels to be a player because that's the only way that you would understand their frustrations you have to understand that there are people that are that show emotions in different ways mm-hmm. right so that's why i'm telling you right now if you want to be a really good coach for mlbb at least for you know, for a mobile game, you have to be very, very observant. You cannot miss out on small cues like Tagmurasha just because he did this. You have to go back and you know 
like inspect that moment kung ano ba yung nangyaring mali why was he frustrated because he cannot afford to have that same for same level of frustration on stage yeah it cannot happen oh. right oh. and you're you're there because uh, um there's a question here from amiel plane uh coach Tucky, are there instances where your players had cold shoulder or umay when things uh don't go according to plan yes. example yung trito yeah. against bg yeah how do you oh. how do you how do you handle situations like that coach Oh, for BG, there were no instances of cold shoulder, definitely. <laughs> but there were definitely instances of cold shoulder during training sessions. Uh-huh. Back in MPL Season 5, back in MPL Season 6, during the preparation time. So there would be instances that there were misunderstandings then. So that's when I was talking to Carl. Carl is like a hard-headed kid. But he listens. So he, he, shows, he shows his understanding of... You know different things in a different way. So if napagalitan ko siya, he won't talk to me. But he changes his character, like a, or the way he did, does that particular thing that I get pissed at. He would he would show it on a different day. Big lang improvement na pala. Okay. Yes. All right. Sure. So yeah, ganun. Maganda, kasi, um, it, it coachability is a huge. Yeah. Huge factor, no? You can be the best player in the world, pero kung hindi ka coachable, malabo. Kasi, yeah. ano tayo? It's a team sport. Yeah. Being coachable is one of the one of the best traits of, you know, the best players out there. Yeah. So, because in demo, you can't see everything that you do. Any right. Any particular book or author that you uh, talagang really... Uh, used or parang learned from? Huh. It's got to be uh, the Harvard the Harvard Business Review books. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's got to be one of those. So there are a lot of books that I read from Harvard. From Harvard, it's like a series of like uh, intellectual intellectual books from Har- Harvard. Uh, what was Teach the about- title of the book? Uh, there was this one book. Uh, all right. I have another one, which is Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one is basically a book that says you don't really need 20% improvement at you know, at a given time. All you need is slow, steady improvements of 1% mm-hmm. every time. Those collective adjustments or those collective improvements actually adds up a lot through time. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you wouldn't notice it. But people would definitely notice it, and it actually reflects on your performance. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a good read. Uh, yeah, and if you need inspiration, just follow Simon Sinek. He's a good guy on Facebook, <laughs> too. Yeah, he actually has po- po- podcasts as well in, in in Spotify. So I think, uh, yeah, he one of those things that you know he always promote is like logical healthy understanding of things. So, yeah, Simon Sinek, definitely. Intense. Go, uh, he's a go-to guy. Yeah. And I uh, uh, want to talk about the future of not just ML, but esports. But okay, let's kind of touch on ML because I saw this question. What, what team for you is a threat in the upcoming uh, MPL7? I am rooting for Work Osterforce. Yeah. Okay. And those guys, uh, I don't know, it, it got, uh, it became like a meme. At least for me, because parang just I'm a bus bus ni Daki or something like that. <laughs> Kasi, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
because they they were the team I predicted who would actually win, who would qualify for for MPL season seven. Yeah. So those guys are actually pretty good. Right, the reason why I, I, I chose them because they were our screen partner. So they got uh, a kids. lot. Yeah. They they got a lot from us. They we also got a lot from them. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a give and take situation with them. And I'm really happy that they qualified because I personally think that they have a lot of of things or they, they still have a lot of room to improve. So Great. yeah. I'm really rooting for them and I hope that we meet them soon. Yeah. <laughs> early on. <laughs> early on, early on. First match, opening match. <laughs> okay. Uh, so many, uh, with the all caps question of the day, uh, Bambi Paolo, <laughs> coach, do you think kukunin ng Omega si Coach James knowing na he resigned as coach of RRQ Hoshi and if ever, do you think that Omega will be the biggest threat in MPL 7? Okay, I'm not really sure if I should tell you guys the reason why why James quit. Uh, just ask him. But I know why he quit. Mm-hmm. But he's not definitely going to Omega. That's all I can say. <laughs> Insider info, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, naging ano na to? Naging esports chismis talk na yung talk show ko. Nah. <laughs> he's not gonna go to Omega. Okay, okay, that's great. Um, okay, now esports in general. Um, ML is a huge, uh, I think, a pillar of esports here in Southeast Asia. Maybe yeah. um, I think it's uh, has grown. I nagulat nga ako na na ganito kalaki yung tournament ng yeah. ano, <laughs> ng M two. Eh. I mean, like three hundred thousand dollar prize pools. That's that's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So uh, talk about uh, what do you think needs to happen next? I mean. Let's put aside the virus. Natin yan. Uh, what do you need needs to happen next to, to elevate pa the, the game more? But I don't think ML is going away. Okay. The very first thing that we need to focus on is professionalism, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think most of the biggest or the bigger orgs here in the Philippines need to follow suit with at least somehow what... I think that's selfish of me to say because I'm in Brent, but I yeah. really feel that Brent is doing it right. Mm-hmm. No, let's just say... You know, hypothetically, I'm not with Bren. I'm just a, an onlooker, just like every one of you are right now at home watching this this podcast about uh-huh. you know two guys just bullshitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding, but uh, don't worry, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just an onlooker, you know. Uh-huh. But I would still think that Bren is doing it right right now, yeah. you know. And I, I personally think that you know other esports org follows suit. Because uh, professionalism is is definitely it would go a long way. Because if we are all after you know being recognized as professionals, mm-hmm. you have to act like a professional, oh. right? We can't be like two faced uh, uh, at certain points of our existence in, as an esports org. You can't you know be underpaying talents or players just because you can, mm-hmm. because they don't have options. Yeah, wages wages is what motivates players. Actually, it's what motivates everyone. Oh, no, man. Get, I mean, if paid. you're not getting paid well, yeah. you're not going to give it how, your own. How do you think? How do you think a player would react if or how how do you think would a player perform if you just pay him pennies? Right? Go, I don't think it would make sense. 
Oh, but that's just an exaggeration. But because I, I know some orgs would definitely just pay, you know, pennies for players just because they have passion. And I think that's uh, an abuse. Like you're abusing, you're abusing gets, people. Passion gets taken advantage, like in any yeah. field or whatsoever. They know, they know na, ano, they always say, I always say this thing, but it's a counter to what people say na tipo, oh, passion ka dyan, so gagawin mo na libre kasi passion, mm-hmm. okay. Parang ganun, mali eh. Actually, actually, mas passionate ka nga kung marami kang pera tapos ginagawa mo siya Kasi yeah. kung marami kang pera tapos di mo na kailangan ng pera eh, ba't pa siya ginagawa? Kasi passionate ako, pare. Ganun yun. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who have jobs they say they love their jobs. Pero if you give them a billion dollars, they'll probably quit that job the next day. Yeah. That's how you know you love you the shit you're doing. Because yeah. if if you won the lottery and you show up to work the next day, passion, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's one way to put it, man. That's one way to put it. I agree with that, and uh, I I I think that you know people also need to understand that there's a very fine difference between self improvement and success. Okay? You can be successful without having improved yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know uh, Charles Bukowski. Charles Bukowski is actually uh, an American poet writer, right? Uh-huh. He was so miserable in his life. He was so miserable in his life. He went to his 50s just drinking, you know, was a bad case of drinking habit. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wrote just one thing, you know, the post office. It was titled the post office. And he, and then uh, uh, a publisher actually noticed his work. He published it. All right, he got big. All right, he was earning a lot of money, but he was still drinking. He was so miserable. You know, there's you can't be successful without improving yourself. That what I'm what I'm trying to get across at is that you have to learn the difference between these two. You know, success is one thing, but I think self improvement is a better option to go for at first. Success comes next. Yeah. Kids. Yes, that's that's great. I even learned from that. <laughs> yeah. yung, oh, kasi, um, you never stop learning. Then that's why I like this show. Is like I get insights from from people, na, from different fields, and you can actually um, a lot of things. Uh, your mentality of it all are very similar. Um, yung mga general mentalities nagatyan and everything. And I think um, just talking to you, coach. I think uh, I I now know why Bren is having a lot of success. At <laughs> all, man. Thank There's you, a lot man. of Thank yeah. The, the process is sound, and uh, the lessons are great. And what I'm hearing from you, even I'm not very well versed in 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 the, the game, but I, I'm I'm looking at like all the mentality and everything. It's yeah. great, dude. Uh, Once this, these are all over, bro. I'll invite you to like uh, the MPL so you can watch the players play. Hell yeah, uh, man! We'll grab, we'll grab a bottle or something, then you know. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Actually, I'm friends with a lot, some of the brand people because they brought me in uh, to teach some of their streamers yata, or parang hosts like sila Ice, uh, sila Kebs. Ibang ah, sila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they brought me in to do that. And yun nga, I, 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 I played Tekken with Maru for a while. Ah, I sometimes right. drop up to the stream. Tekken is my game, but I'm not that I'm not that good. Don't don't <laughs> don't, don't tell me na tipong pro ako and everything. But yeah, I'm always big on FGC talaga. But yeah, MOBA is intense. Uh, MLS one of the one of the things that are I think uh, uh, it's nice to have uh, a game that we're good at. 
really. <laughs> Kasi we're always like, I always like, I always like watching, watching Pinoy's Domi. And no, it's very uh-huh. biased patriotism siguro. Sarap manood yeah. ng billiards, sarap manood <laughs> ng boxing, sarap yeah. manood ng basketball. Sa Southeast Asia level lang. Kita na natin alam, medyo mahirap. Mahirap na. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there yet. <laughs> Asian level, pwede, pwede. Yeah, Pero yeah, we're about to wrap up, uh, Coach. Uh, so thank you so much, man. Uh, this thank has been so great. Much, very insightful. Ano. And honestly, Alam mo, yung mga ibang tawag dun, yung mga ibang, yung mga ibang guests ko, we just go here, we just cuss and talk about our dicks for a while. <laughs> I actually, bro, I actually, uh, uh, me and my girlfriend were actually watching your your skit. We love oh. the New Year thing. The New Year, ah, the new year resolution thing. Oh my God. Thank We're you, man. Go that. Oh my God, bro. See, well, um, I'll, 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 I'll invite you to one of our shows. We have one on Valentine's. Kung, kung, if you don't have a Valentine's thing to go to, <laughs> yeah, sure. and if you're just at home, I'll invite you to one of them. I'll, I'll send you the link. <laughs> and for all the other people who are not so blessed to 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 our to guest here, or you know, uh, just wanna do some quick plugs before we say goodbye. Uh, Best of Comedy Manila, Love and Laughter. This totally original. <laughs> Uh, totally original title, not ripped off from Thor. <laughs> Comedy with Love and Laughter features all the best stand-up comedians in the Philippines. We're, it's our annual Valentine's Day show. Hindi papatalo. We do it on Zoom. Um, it's a weird thing. Kung di pa ng online stand-up comedy, what we do is that we have you, all of you on Zoom, 300 of you sometimes at a time, and we have you open your mics unless na basura yung background nyo and everything. And we actually have live laughter from you guys straight from your home. So <laughs> Comedy Manila featuring all these people is available for you guys in one big show for only 650 pesos until February 6th. Next week, it's going to be 850 for the regular rate. So ticket link at the comments. Please check that out. And also, wait long. I have to do this again. If you are an aspiring podcaster and you want to sign up and you want to monetize your podcast, please sign up at podmetrics.co. Use the code Bago Matulog. Coach, I have to say, before we end, you are the record-setting guest uh, oh, really? here at Bago Matulog with the most concurrent viewers. We shot up to about a 1,000 kanina. Oh, and, nice. <laughs> oh, that's so intense, man. I mean, right now, it's on the downside. It's And it's still beating my previous record. So, so thank you so much, man. Um, yeah, for everybody else who didn't catch the stream or do you want to, to, to catch this podcast at a more convenient medium, tomorrow, the whole episode gets released on Spotify. So, please do listen in. The audio gets uh, edited. Mas maganda yung quality ng audio and everything. And okay. uh, uh, dun, the people, uh, can, you can listen while you're doing your dishes or whatever. Kung anong ginagawa nyo, work from home. Onari, nagatrabaho kayo. You want to do that. So, yun. Thank you so much, Coach. And congratulations. Uh, matagal pa yung magiging best of the world until you, you know, have to <laughs> do it again next year. Hopefully, at a, yeah. at a bigger uh, stage, yun, wala, nang, ano, wala nang triple swab test na kailangan mangyari. Right, uh, right. Coach, do you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, I just want to give shout-outs to Mika Fabella for recommending me to you, bro. Yep, to yep. Red, 
I uh, just want to see more of your material. Actually, in the future, <laughs> we were watching me, and my girlfriend. Uh, we were watching, we were laughing at, uh, out our asses off because it was too funny. It's, I particularly like the yeah, the Evgeny Yurisovich. So you guys who are watching right now, head on over to this guy's page right now, and I recommend <laughs> that you watch the New Year's resolution skit. God okay. damn, it's too funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is part of a taugdon a a huge comedy special called Red Oliero Live at the Paper Lantern. You can wa- you can watch it. Uh, stream it video on demand uh, just go to tickettome.net it's about oh, mga, okay. it's my last recorded set before the pandemic Take, taken I think nine days before the lockdown and it wasn't supposed to be released because I was building up to an hour to uh, release it at the end of the year but you know what happened yun nga, bawal pa rin kami mag stand up live until now so medyo yeah. ko. I had to release this this uh, no. so yeah coach I'll give you access to that uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it later. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you. Thank you so much, Ducky. Shout out to Mika. Uh, uh, salamat sa pag-recommend. Uh, it's my biggest episode ever, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much. And everyone who uh, watched Steam, please, uh, you can check out other episodes of Bago Matulog with Red Olier on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much, Coach. This is me. Thank you. And please, makan so yung audio version on Spotify. Yes. Yeah. Good luck again for MPL7. Bye, guys. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.